Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾的茶曾被称为福尔摩沙茶，外销到欧美一带，深受外国人的喜爱。从乌龙茶、红茶、包种茶，甚至到风靡世界的珍珠奶茶，台湾的茶文化是如何随着时代改变？这个月，我们一起来探讨台湾茶叶在国际上所展现的软实力。Taiwan's tea has always been a highly profitable commodity of export in the island's history. But how much do we know about the different types of tea and how to truly enjoy a well-brewed cup of tea? Let's spend this month rediscovering the historical and cultural significance of Taiwan's tea. This week, we'll talk about the future of Taiwan's tea culture. Inviting to the show is Miss Liao at Taichung's National Museum of Natural Science. 这个礼拜我们来谈谈茶文化的未来以及发展。邀请到的是国立自然科学博物馆的策展人廖子君老师。现在的台湾茶文化的传承有遇到什么样的问题吗？比较难过的是，现在看起来喝茶的人口都在喝那个手摇杯啦，<笑>然后跟那个珍珠奶茶，然后反而传统茶饮的这一块的人口比较偏向年纪比较长一点的。嗯，的人还有年轻这一辈比较都是在喝手摇杯这个东西。我们来稍微谈一下这个话题，就是怎么会从品名变成开始手摇杯这种泡沫红茶、泡沫奶茶变成是台湾的一个流行文化呢？它的这个转换过程是怎么样？这个真的就是消费市场的那个一个导向了、嗯。那呃，有一位老师张宏勇老师，他在定位说，哎，中国的那个泡茶法哦，唐代是什么监察道，还有唐代的煮茶法，好的、嗯，宋代叫。点茶法，然后元朝因为是外族进来，所以元朝没有嘛。然后明朝是胡泡法开始，然后清代也是延续胡泡法。那到现在呢，叫调茶法，啊，就是把这个珍珠奶茶也是认为是一个新的喝茶方式，这样放进来。那。这什么调茶这个概念，它并不是品名的概念，它其实是把茶当成调味料啦。是是是，哎，就是牛奶也是一个调味料嘛，就是调味料喝在一起的的这个东西。那我之前是曾经听过刘汉介先生本人的讲法，他是说他在日本的时候看到调酒，嗯，然后就是把一堆东西混在一起摇摇摇，然后这样喝。所以他回台湾的时候，他就想说，哎，那是不是他也可以把茶跟什么果汁啊，跟什么东东的这样混在一起摇摇摇，是不是可以变出什么东西来？嗯、他说那时候他只是。尝试着卖，结果没想到在市场上大受年轻人的喜欢，所以就开始的噼里啪啦的，然后后来就开始加珍珠啦，加什么就越加越多，然后越加越丰富，然后颜色也越变越复杂，越变越多。但是看在很多不管是茶农或者是一些茶界的一些前辈的眼中，会很担忧，很担忧这个现象啊。但是有一些人也是觉得说，哎，你不用担心啦、啊，因为这些虽然这些年轻人现代年轻是这样喝到。
过一段时间，他们就知道那个这个喝太甜的东西会是什么样的。可是我很担心说，说等到他们年纪大的时候，这个很多茶农的技术啊已经失传了。这其实是台湾现在目前点出来台湾的困境，所以台湾是有这个趋势。因为其实就像任何的艺术啊，哈，你除了有人去传那个艺术以外，你还有人懂得欣赏。台湾现在懂得欣赏的人是不是越来越少了？是 okay, okay 是是，没错。现在台湾办茶会很风行哦，嗯嗯、然后。感觉上，它好像是在推广传统茶饮的这个东西。可是现在台湾茶会，我觉得让我有一点担心的是，他们变成走上视觉效果的。因为你要摆那个很漂亮的茶席，非常容易。可是你要品出那个茶的那个好坏，这其实有一定的功夫跟难度。所以这个品这个东西是真的是最难学，也最难教的东西。我觉得太难了，太困难了。<笑>因为现在很多人其实，我尤其是外国朋友到台湾都知道要买茶，对。可是赫然今天听老师讲，发现其实台湾对品茗的艺术其实越来越有失传的可能性，对不对？因为其实到底什么是好茶哦，这个东西以前大家都觉得好像比赛茶专业的帮我们评鉴出来的是好茶，可是比赛茶因为它带来的一个状况就是茶的发酵度越来越低哦，所以后来老茶师们。的做的那个茶，哎、欸，也开始在市场开始受到重视，嗯，所以现在像洞顶茶区就开始有那个所谓的传统的那个制茶法这个组别跑出来了嗯嗯嗯，然后好像听说那个东方美人茶茶区也开始要推这件事，啊，木栅因为那个人做茶人口越来越少，推不动这样的事情了、啊，嗯,嗯,嗯、欸、好像开始有这样子的趋势啊，可是这个趋势来讲其实也不是那么的明显，嗯,嗯,嗯，对。One of the biggest problems facing Taiwan's tea industry is the popularity of tea beverages such as bubble tea, which are greatly overshadowing traditional tea drinking. This also highlights the fact that most people who do enjoy drinking traditional tea tend to be somewhat older. Ms. Liao attributes the proliferation of tea beverages to consumer demand. She says, for these consumers. Tea has just become an ingredient in their drinks, rather than something to enjoy by itself. Naturally, this is a huge cause for concern for tea farmers and traditional tea connoisseurs. While some say that young people will eventually learn that such sugary drinks are bad for them, it may come too late to save Taiwan's tea heritage. By then, skills and techniques passed down by tea farmers. May have been lost, with no one to inherit the knowledge. There might not be true tea connoisseurs left either. Even Taiwan's tea societies, which are supposedly meant to promote traditional tea consumption and practices, are becoming more shallow in their appreciation. Miss Liao notes that it's easy to set up a nice-looking tea set, but it's much more difficult to slowly cultivate a proper appreciation for tea. Even the quality of tea leaves is being impacted by the increased commercialization, where even award-winning teas don't have the same care and time spent on them than in the past. That's it for our conversation about the problems with Taiwanese tea. Tomorrow we will continue the discussion about the problems. This is another Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night.